Hello and welcome to this Wednesday live show by Sobirov's Law Firm. My name is Rahmat Sobirov, managing lawyer of the firm. Today we have an amazing topic, the most profitable industries in Canada in 2023. Before I delve into this uh, conversation with you, it's housekeeping items. Whatever you hear in these live sessions is for general information purpose only. This is not legal advice. For legal advice, consult with a licensed Canadian immigration lawyers. Okay, welcome to the show. Tell us where you're joining us from. The topic of this show today is the most profitable industries in Canada in 2023. And before I delve into this topic, I want to make two quick announcements. Uh, one is the, the pandemic policy that has been extended yesterday. Let me pull that out to your screen. Uh, if you remember during the pandemic, there was, uh, you know, travel restrictions and everything that pandemic brought us to the workplace in Canada. There was a, there's a, there was a policy allowing tourists who are in Canada to, to apply for jobs, basically find a job and change from tourist visa to work permit. That uh, policy was set to expire yesterday, 28th of February, but the government made an announcement uh, on the last day that this policy extends to for for two more years. is extended f uh, for two more years. W what does that mean to you as a business owner and business immigration applicant? If you are in Canada and you are doing your business immigration. You can do it within Canada application from your Canadian company, get a work permit, LMIA based or LMIA exempt within Canada and stay, continue to run your business. That's, uh, these are the eligibility requirements. Go and read it for yourself. Basically, you need to have a valid status in Canada as a visitor on the day that you apply. Have a job offer that is supported by LMIA or LMIA exempt. Submit your application by no later than February 28, 2025 and meet all other standard admissibility criteria. So that's announcement number one. Announcement number two is there's a now new experiment, I guess, is going on between private sector and public sector in Canada in terms of immigration. One is the very popular brand Lululemon, which is a Canadian brand for yoga pants and all the related sport equipment uh, is doing something unusual. Now, because of the worker shortage and high demand for high-skilled workers, this company, Lululemon, is a private company, and British Columbia have agreed, federal and provincial governments all agreed with the private sector that this company will, will be able to hire high-skilled occupations uh, the professionals in high-skilled occupations without, meaning foreign work, without the necessity of getting an LMIA. This is just an announcement. More details will be expected in this spring, late this spring. But this is a great um, opportunity for those who are looking for a job in Canada and specifically want to work for a world-renowned brand, Lululemon. If you don't know Lululemon, Go and check it out. It's a great brand. It's a great Canadian brand. They created Canadian Olympic team outfit in the latest Olympics. 
And uh, it was great, yeah. It's a great brand. Uh, you may enjoy the products of Lululemon. Kudos to Lululemon, by the way. It's a, it's a great brand and I love it too. Okay, now uh, for those who have just joined, uh, I will be talking about the most profitable 10 industries in Canada, okay? What, uh, and I should warn you, this presentation will be a long one, but after the presentation, I will come to your questions, okay? Without further ado, let me start with the most profitable 10 industries in Canada in 2023, okay? So, a uh, little bit about us for those who are joining me for the first time. We are a leading business immigration law firm in Toronto uh, in 2023 by Legal 500. We were, we were uh, recognized by this authority and we are happy to be recognized. We do business immigration. Business immigration is our business. We do one thing and we do it very well. Uh, look at our reviews and we are uh, happy that we have helped many foreign entrepreneurs to call Canada home. Uh, we are immigrant driven. I am an immigrant. My team is mostly, uh, you know, they've experienced immigration to Canada. Overall, everybody in Canada is an immigrant for one, you know, for the lack of better word. But we are immigrant driven and we understand immigrants on a different level. We are based in Toronto and we are multilingual. We probably speak your language. My team speaks around 15 foreign languages and we have experience in doing business immigration for the last 10 plus years. So if you have any questions, go to sobirovs.com and follow our social media channels. Why I'm doing this presentation today? This is a deep update to the video that I created in 20, 2019. 2019 before the pandemic okay and it was extremely popular almost uh, 35,000 people watched this video and related to this video as you understand our area is very niche and narrow not we don't do anything but Im business immigration so the the popularity of this video is impressive in that respect so this will be a deep update to 2020, uh, to 2019 video by Sobirov's law firm. All right, on what basis I'm bringing these uh, research outcomes, right? Top industries, the, the numbers, the projections and so on. And thanks to IBIS World Report, I will be using that report and presenting you my own opinion about, about the industries. This, this report on uh, top industries in Canada is based on the expert analysis and, uh, and uh, their database, that's the word from IBIS 2020, IBIS World, their database of um, 480 plus Canadian industries, industry players, IBIS World presents a list of the most profitable industries in Canada in 2023. But from my side, why I am doing this is there is a very there is a very popular client question that inspired me. One is the it's a it's a loaded question they ask me most of the time. What industries are developed, not developed, profitable, not profitable in Canada? That's the very big question. So I'm trying to answer that question in this uh, in this session. The way it will work is I will present. And the industry, I will give you the numbers, I will give you the profit numbers, 
and I will give you the market segmentation within that industry. So we will go three slides per one industry. So you can expect there are 30 plus slides here. Okay, number one industry in Canada, according to profits, is dairy, is dairy farming industry. There are many dairy farming uh, farmers in Canada. It is a regulated uh, sector. However, there are very good players and their key statistics show that in 2023, the projection is that they, they will make $11.3 billion in sales, in revenues, and the annual growth is stable at 3.3% and uh, annual growth from looking forward will be a little bit going down from 23 to 28, 2.2%. The profit is impressive, uh, 2.7 billion in profit and annual growth of almost 10%, 9.5 within the last five years to 2018 to 2023. And the growth, as you can see, it's, it's stable, it will grow. Profit margins are impressive too, uh, 20, almost 24.3.5% uh, uh, profit margin. Uh, with annual growth of 6.2 and there are almost uh, more than 12,000 dairy farm businesses in Canada that are contributing to this pool, okay? Uh, the growth has decreased a little bit. There are certain factors that played role. However, annual growth is very modest, which means there is a stability. It's a quite a saturated market to my mind. Uh, so the market entry barriers are quite high, okay? And uh, dairy farms market segmentation, as you can see, is uh, according to the province, two big players, Quebec and Ontario. If you wanna do business or side business related to dairy, you wanna be probably in these provinces because of the con uh, transportation costs, delivery, and of course, the cons consumer market size in these two provinces is impressive. And whatever you produce in the dairy sector, you will want to deliver it very quickly to your customers. But other provinces have equal role. Uh, British Columbia is an, another player, Alberta and Manitoba, followed by BC. Okay, uh, next is very surprising to me and maybe you will relate to that, payroll and bookkeeping services is a number two sector in terms of profits. It is impressive too, because you know, uh, revenue of almost 7 billion and profit of 2.5 billion and profit margins are uh, uh, impressive because it's a service industry. Remember, Canada is very much service economy, right? However, we want to bring back manufacturing as much as possible. And pandemic showed us that we shouldn't be relying on others to supply our basic necessities. Okay, payroll and booking, uh, bookkeeping is very impressive. There are more than 20,000 service providers, businesses in this sector. The growth looks uh, stable in the coming uh, in, in the previous year and the coming year there will be a lot of um, uh, you know those who will be using your payroll and bookkeeping services who will use your services if you were to open such a business in Canada 
the segmentation shows that number one customer is business, okay? Almost 73% uh, of, of uh, customers will come from the business. So you have to have great network and pay a lot of attention to your business networking skills, so, so to speak. And individuals and households, they are mostly uh, do it themselves. But uh, as you can see, uh, almost 18% of your customers will probably be individuals and households, families in Canada. Very few, uh, well, relatively few percentage comes, uh, smaller percentage comes from government and nonprofit organizations. But businesses is your focus if you were to open bookkeeping and payroll services in Canada. Next is another production, wheat farming. Uh, Canada is and is striving to be the, the breadbasket of the world. Look what's going on between Russia and Ukraine. The grain and wheat and related products um, have risen in prices around the world. Canada could be the source country when it comes to food, uh, especially wheat. Key statistics, $15 billion in sales in the last, um, in, in 2023. Uh, and uh, the projection looks a little bit, uh, not that optimistic going forward in the next five years, but previously the growth was, uh, was substantial. When you look at these numbers, uh, dear listeners, please pay attention that the, the percentage growth that you see in your home countries can be quite different than what you will see in Canada. Because Canada is a developed economy, the margins are not as the growth, especially the market has been uh, growing to a certain extent. However, wheat farming, dairy farming, and other highly regulated sectors, uh, they don't see exorbitant amount of growth year over year, okay? But the profit is substantial, 2.3 billion in profit, and looking forward, uh, taking into the account the global situation with wheat and uh, you know related products, the growth in the next five years, 8.2, is, is, is very impressive. Profit margins of 15.3 in wheat farming, and there are almost 9.5 thousand nine and a half thousand businesses in this sector which is I would say it's um, it's substantial but not crazy crowded sector um, now the growth as you can see in the number of businesses will be going down the the factors as you can see uh, as you can imagine there are multiple factors so I will not go into detail why the businesses in this sector are you know, becoming fewer and fewer in the coming years, according to this projection by IBIS World. Now, wheat farming, your, what you will produce if you go, most of the time, if you go into wheat farming in Canada, mostly uh, it goes in three ways. Food processing industries, that's your, uh, when you, you know, basically food that we eat every day. Animal feed is substantial you will support other industries like cattle breeding and, and so on, and chicken farms and, and other poultry sector with animal feed. And others is, um, I couldn't define the others because that's a very, probably it's uh, in another food-related sector that 
will be buying your products from you. This is your market segmentation when it comes to wheat farming. Another one which we are proud of, it's aluminum manufacturing and it will grow substantially. As you can see, uh, the profit will, will grow 24, almost 25 billion in sales, in revenue for aluminum manufacturing businesses in Canada. And um, the global, the global uh, aluminum price, the global indexes will of course affect and the annual profit is substantial, 7% 7, 7 uh, in the next five years. There, there will be a growth um, and 2.7 billion in net net profits is, is good for the sector. The margin of profits is 11%. And there are very few comparatively, very few industry players in Canada, 92 businesses engaged in aluminium uh, manufacturing and the number of businesses will decrease according to the projection to, by 2.3% in the next five years. Um, so for those who joined me uh, recently, we are doing a, a run through industries, top 10 industries in Canada. Please prepare your questions. I will get to your questions. Start typing them now. I'm almost done with my presentation. So we are at number four. Aluminium manufacturing, if you were to go into this sector, you will probably uh, have the following segmentation of your market. Transportation equipment, packaging and containers, uh, consumer durables, construction and building materials markets, uh, machinery and electri electrical equipment and other. So this is your segmentation probably will stay the same in the coming uh, five years or to ten years. Next, is, which is very interesting to me, uh, plastic product manufacturing. Uh, there are a lot of imports into Canada, but Canada also manufactures its own plastic goods and uh, sales are, you know, 25, 21 billion in revenues. Everything looks positive going forward including the profit margin of 1.5 billion and these items are low uh, low price items in most of the time that therefore the profit margin and the number of businesses engaged in this business in this sector is not that um, big okay but as you can see the projection of growth in the next five years of the number of businesses doing the, in, uh, acting in this sector is, you know, modest growth of 0.8%. What your market segmentation, mainly is construction uh, industry will be using your products um, manufactured uh, and automotive packaging. These, these are big players. Others, these are probably consumer goods overall, uh, which are produced from plastic. However, make note that Canada is um, trying their best to comply with all environmental regulations and commitments going forward. So if you want to do business in this sector and manufacture plastic, uh, you need to look into the governmental policies and commitments by 2030, 2050 in terms of emissions and, and single-use plastic. Very surprising to me, which is great to foreign, uh, foreign entrepreneurs, is landscaping services. Number six. Number six, landscaping services. And people are, you know, landscaping businesses are looking for foreign workers because it's, it's labor intensive, it's good business, 
and some business owners are retiring. So if you want to purchase a landscaping business in Canada, it's, it's a great time. Uh, revenue of 18.4 billion. The growth is stable and positive. And uh, the profits 1.7 billion in the last five years. Uh, and in, in the last, yeah, th this is a projection and going forward, uh, the increase of 6.7% in, in profits. Uh, profit margin is 9.1%. There is no forecast, unfortunately, going forward. But I assume because landscaping is somehow con related to construction, new homes being built, new, and, uh, new uh, construction projects being done, landscaping goes hand in hand with that sector. So 20, almost 25%, 25,000 businesses engaged in landscaping. There's a lot of opportunity for foreign buyers to buy landscaping business. If you're interested in buying an existing business, we can help uh, contact us. And your market segmentation, if you are engaged in landscaping, number one, as I said, construct, uh, many immigrants are coming to Canada. Most of them, if not all of them, require housing. When there are a lot of houses built, there is a need for landscaping business, landscaping services. Single family residential properties are number one segment, is number one segment in your portfolio as a landscaper. And commercial properties come second, multifamily residential properties. These are big uh, multi-unit buildings they don't have individual patches of landscaping area but uh, they do have like surrounding areas and other other uh, needs landscaping needs and f f uh, governments don't use that much of uh, they probably have in-house so but as a as a landscaping service provider in Canada you will probably deal with single family residential properties like houses townhouses townhouse condominiums, villas, and so on. Number seven, uh, in terms of profit in Canada, one of the most profitable businesses is plumbing services. This, uh, this again, goes hand in hand with construction sector, and you, you will be doing uh, handsome profits if you were to become a plumbing service provider uh, or purchase a business that provides plumbing. And again, there's a certification involved to be a plumber and this like you know entry level entry barriers are there but they they are easy to overcome in terms of if you buy an existing business with all licenses you you're good to go 18.5 billion in terms of revenue and the growth as as i would suspect more people coming to canada 1.45 million people in the next 3 years will be coming to canada almost 50% of immigrants will be coming to Ontario. So I will go to market segmentation right now, but uh, 1.2 billion in profits is substantial. It's, is uh, for this area of the economy, plumbing services is, is uh, something very attractive to foreign buyers. Uh, profit margin 6.4 and all 13,000 plus businesses engaged in this sector and most of them they deal with residential building markets again people coming to canada that uh, you know uh, stimulates the economy and need for these services retail and storage spaces commercial units and others others are uh, 19 percent of your customers will be from 
not residential and not store uh, retail, but more commercial and maybe you know other other uh, uh, buildings types of buildings. And I can see some questions already. Thank you very much. Start typing your questions. I'm at number seven. There are three to go, and then I'll get to your questions. Another one, again, you can, you can feel the theme, the common theme that it's construction, right? Uh, we saw plumbing, we saw landscaping, and now we look at roofing. Roofing contractors are one of the most profitable industry players in Canada at number eight with 13.2 billion in, prof in revenues, 1.1 billion in profit, and... Um, Annual growth is positive. Uh, profit margin 8.4. Uh, and there's a slight dip in, in the next five years. But again, uh, if you are a good roofer, have a good, great roofing company, the challenge will be to find the roofers who actually installed, installed <laughs> the roof on, 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 on houses. But you should get ready. It's, it's a positive growth in Canada and due to partially due to the immigration flow into this country okay uh, your segment again yeah, there's a common theme here residential commercial and industrial properties are the top three in terms of segmentation residential beats them all and number nine which is amazing it's a very capital intensive industry Copper, nickel, lead, and zinc mining uh, in Canada. Uh, profits are, as you, as you can see, lower than roofers overall. But 9.5 billion in revenues. Uh, it's going a little bit down in the next five years. But uh, with the precious and semi-precious uh, elements mining in Canada and electrification of the industry, these these elements, these uh, materials will be needed going forward and you can be one of the miners. However, there are very few players in the mining sector, the big, I mean, big players, 18 businesses engage in copper, nickel, lead and zinc. Yeah, profit margin is 10% uh, around that and it it's, looks very positive going into the future. And the growth of the businesses, it's almost, they predict 0%, but you can be a new player in this industry. Why not? Okay, the market segmentation, you will probably be dealing with um, um, manufacturers, construction and electronic manufacturers, if you were to go into this field of copper, nickel, lead and zinc mining. Last but not the least, again, somehow related to the construction sector overall. See, construction feeds into other feeds other sectors too. Machinery, maintenance, heavy equipment, repair services, 9.8 billion with uh, 800 million, 870 million in profit. The growth, are, the growth looks positive going forward in the next five years. And I think the more construction, the more heavy, in, in the heavy uh, machinery is involved, the more demand for your services in this sector. Profit margins of 8.9. And there are 15,000 businesses, one of the highest number of businesses involved within the, within the analysis that, that we did, top, top 10, 
this is the highest number of businesses, one of the highest number of businesses involved in this sector. So be ready uh, to compete with others and be ready. And it's on the other flip, on the flip side, 50,000 businesses are avail could be uh, willing to sell to foreign buyers because business owners willing to retire in the next 10 years. Uh, your your uh, segmentation market seems quite diverse if you were to go into this sector. Uh, energy and mining, retail, uh, public sector, commercial, uh, commercial and professional service sectors, manufacturing sector, all of, and agriculture, all of them, this is quite diversified client portfolio for this sector. Okay, I think uh, I'm done for, with my presentation. I hope it, the run, rundown was uh, useful for you and it gives you an idea what sectors you should be going in, what sectors are profitable in Canada. Last announcement, we are coming to India in April. So mid-April, we'll, we are doing some arrangements. We will give you the exact dates if you want to uh, meet us in India, register your interest in the, at the link underneath this video. And we, will, we hope to see you in India in April. If you need guidance with business immigration and expansion of your business in Canada, trust Sobirov's law firm. Book your one-hour strategy meeting. It will be useful. If it's not useful, you will get back your money. There is no question about that. Uh, we've been helping a lot of clients in the, in the last 10 plus years and we probably can help you too. All right, that's my sales pitch right there. We discussed the most profitable 10 industries in Canada. And please, when looking at industries in Canada, think of what had happened in the last three years, which affected the economy globally, including in Canada. But looking into the future, in the next five years, I'm very, very optimistic. A lot of people are coming to Canada. Uh, they need services, they need machinery, they need other equipment and, and items. So you're always welcome to Canada and do, to do business and uh, prosper in this beautiful country. Now I will get to your questions. And usually I bring your questions like so. Lucas from Joburg. Hello Lucas, nice to see you again. Uh, long time no see. SP Rao. Is the restaurant business, opening a new restaurant, a viable business for a foreign entrepreneur intending to come to Canada via a PNP program? Yes, depending which PNP program you are uh, targeting. It is a viable business and we've done uh, several uh, restaurant business owners cases. Uh, we brought them from Turkey, we brought them from other countries. Uh, I think your focus should be uh, areas of you know, with higher number of population, right? Uh, and uh, for, for that, you need to do research what kind of cuisine you want, you want to bring and where you want to be located. So it's a viable business. Why not? Restaurant business. And there are businesses for sale too. And the, the continuation of your question, is there a good chance to get an application for restaurant business approved by IRCC? I don't see a restaurant being an obstacle in your business immigration. We've done it and successfully immigrated people to 
to Canada. So uh, for PNP or federal business immigration programs, restaurant business is okay. But uh, you, should, you should look into whether you want to establish new one or buy an existing one. So because buying an existing restaurant, to my mind, uh, has, has some benefits. For example, the equipment is there, the licenses are there. Probably the, the lease of the, that restaurant property is there. So it, was, it will be easier for you to transition to making the revenues right away. Good morning, Bupinder uh, from India. Nice to see you again. Thank you very much. Surprised by your today's presentation. I think mainly, Bupinder says, I think mainly labor-intensive businesses are mentioned here. Yes, labor-intensive. The, the basis of this, Bupinder, I'm, I, um, I will do the presentation again. One second. I will bring it to this oops, uh, to this section. The industries I did is based on IBIS World 2023 report. They analyzed 480 Canadian businesses and came up with a list of, based on the profits, okay, the largest profits. Of course, top 20, top, uh, top 50 businesses, uh, you can see IT and other, other industry players, but this is based on IBIS World Report, okay? All uh, right. What about healthcare devices? Well, healthcare devices, either you manufacture them in Canada or bring them into Canada, depends on, your, uh, on, on, the, on what you will do with medical devices, healthcare devices. Are you selling them to consumers? Are you selling them to hospitals? or you're manufacturing them in Canada. So healthcare devices sector, I know healthcare as a sector, as a big sector, will be in high demand in Canada going forward because we have aging population that needs medical services. That sector is also uh, very profitable. However, it's not, according to this report, it's not in top 10 of that uh, of the um, uh, profitability, okay? Because healthcare is highly regulated. The entry barriers are quite high. W but once you enter, you have a stable market, stable consumer market, or, uh, you know, hospitals and everybody else will be buying from you in terms of devices, okay? I th you said, I think after COVID, it should have been there. Well, According to the last, uh, th this report, it's not there, but it doesn't mean that it's not a profitable industry. I'm focusing on just top 10 based on the profits, okay? Uh, all right. Import respiratory equipment. Uh, yeah, if you have Health Canada license to be selling it as a medical device, not as a naturopathic devices. Medical device needs certification. And if you are able to bring them in, why not? Yeah, you can sell it to patients through hospitals or directly to uh, those who need your medical device. So there are a lot of, uh, there is a lot of research needs to be done into medical device. I'm not an expert, but I know every single thing, if it's qualified as, as medical, it needs to go through Health, Health Canada. Uh, you know, before you promote, before you offer it to the public, okay? 
Any other questions? Do you have any other questions uh, uh, about the industry? Do you disagree? Do you agree with my, with my uh, presentation today, top 10? Uh, if, you, if you agree, let me know. If you disagree, please let me know. I'm very interested in your opinion. Uh, okay? So, yeah. Uh, Bupinder says, I will meet you in India. I hope to meet you in India too, Bupinder. Uh, we are trying to identify. We will definitely be in Mumbai, but we are trying to see if we can also do some seminars and meetings in other uh, parts of India. It's a huge country, and we cannot cover it at, in one visit. We will be visiting India on a regular basis, hopefully, because I'm applying for multi-year, multiple-entry Indian visa. So I'm experiencing Indian immigration process right now. I hope I, hope, uh, I will get the visa and, and visit India in April. Okay. Now, um, if you have any questions, let me know. We discussed the most profitable industries in Canada in 2023. If you don't have any questions, we will say goodbye. I will be waiting for about uh, 30 seconds. It was yeah, almost... 40 minutes me talking and getting your questions if you have any questions let me know i will be happy to respond if not then my long presentation was very <laughs> fast and we'll see you either in india or in canada or online so make sure you follow us in social media send us your comments send us your feedback have a great day see you next week bye bye